So, Michelle. Yes. We were desperately trying to get to see No Time to Die. Yes, we were, and I yeah. still haven't seen it. Yeah, well, I, I did. Okay, don't and tell me anything. There's a mysterious thing. Don't tell me anything. I've just got to tell you one little bit. No. It's the first, one little spoiler. It's no. the first 30 seconds. No. Well, it sort of influences why, what we're going to talk about today. Okay. And it's all about married spies. Okay. Right? And that's all I'll say. No spoiler alert. Just today we're talking about spies that are married. Okay. You're listening to I Spied, the dating service of Australian intelligence. Hi, my name's Dave. I'm a spy and I'm looking for a girl to go spying with me. Call me now. It's not how it works. Hello and welcome to I Spied. My name's Michelle Stevenson. I'm here with David Callan and apparently we're talking about married spies. Yeah. And now, it's interesting that you brought up Bond, but you gave, you said no spoilers. No. But I feel like that's a spoiler because I'm not that stupid to not connect some kind of dot here. Anyway, I still haven't seen it. I'm going to go see it. It's not really that big a spoiler. Okay. Right. So don't panic about it. But watching it, I suddenly went, ooh, ooh. married spies. Yes. We haven't talked about this. I'm, see, I mentioned the fact that, you know, people at ASIO would marry other people at ASIO. Because it made it easier. Made it easier to go Because home. you have to lie. You can talk about work. Yes. You can do that sort of thing. It, it means you have a lovely, open relationship with. With your spouse. Yes. But what if you were to use married couples as spies in situ? So, Well, we see this all the time. Like there was that American TV show called The Americans. The Americans, yes. yes. Which is a really, really good example mm. of what the Russians would have been doing well, at the time. The Soviets would have been doing in the 80s. Yes. But we're still doing it. I mean, there was the Toybees, the, uh, that lovely couple that we spoke about uh, in an yes. episode a couple of weeks ago. Toybee or not Toybee. Um, <laughs> check it out. It's, on, it's in the, the, play, the back list. Yeah. What happened was they were a, a couple that basically volunteered mm. intelligence. But what if you were to train a married couple to go into a different country and spy for you? Wow. Now, the Russians do it a lot, a lot more than you would imagine. In fact, a spy ring was broken up around about 2010 where 11 spies were arrested. Out of the 11, eight of them were married couples. Okay. Or were they? I was going to say, are they married for love or is it a cover? Well, that's the thing. For the Russians, they were a cover. These these couples were – literally, they would recruit these different people and they'd say, well, do you work with them? And they'd match them up as couples mm. and then train them as couples in the Soviet Union. They have a, like, American town built in the Soviet Union where they train them. It's all part of their – And their- do, they, do they have children? Now, here's the interesting thing. We're going to talk about children because that's a very important point. Yes, they do. Mm. Like, one couple had, uh, like, a, an 8-year-old and a 17-year-old, these kids, uh, that were born and raised in America, not knowing that mum and dad – were Russian spies. And did not love each other. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of like the Russian version of Tinder. (laughs) You know? Uh, Swipe right. Uh, Or left. I don't know. Swipe up. Um, Which way do you swipe? I don't know. Swipe right. Swipe right. Is that you like them? Yes. And swipe left is you don't. Yes. But look, I've never used Tinder. That's just according to my single Yeah, well, I don't know either. I've never Tindered. I mean, that stuff, I I met my wife when she tried to throw an ashtray at me when I was on stage at the comedy store. Sounds fair. Yeah. I married a heckler. These guys are trained, right? They're they're trained as married couples to Mm. go to the United States and then ingratiate themselves with the targets. So they might be trained as saboteurs. So they will just sit there in in America, living the life American. They talk about one couple how... She made a Statue of Liberty-shaped cookies and he wore golf shirts and cargo shorts and was a stay-at-home dad. And they were Russian spies. 
Amazing. Yeah. Um, in fact, this couple got into a lot of trouble from their Russian handlers because they bought a house. And the Russians went, that is not mission. You're, get, you're off mission. Stop getting into real estate. This is not why you're here. And quite rightly, the wife turned around and said, well, everybody in America, this is what they do in yeah, America. Yeah, they buy houses. They buy houses. No one rents. So if we, were, if we don't buy a house, we're going to start standing out. Right. Problem with it was some of them were living a bit too rich. Yeah, I bet. So, And also, who's paying them? Are they getting money from the Russians or, or are they living off everything they earn from their A little jobs? bit from column A, a little yeah. bit from column B. I mean, they're going to have a life. They're going yeah. to have jobs. And yeah. One of them was actually getting cozying up to a professor who was working in nuclear research. This is always the thing. It's- this is like the basis of every like Marvel movie, pretty much. Yeah. Like, have you seen Black Widow? No. They- okay, you've got to watch Black Widow. Oh, I can- I've got to watch Black Widow, yeah, but yeah. you cannot watch No Time to Die. I want to watch No Time well, to Die. You should have watched it before. But, but I I also have a child and I want to see it in a cinema and you can't take a child to a cinema. Wait a minute, you're married with a child. You could be a Russian spy. <laughs> Who says I'm not? Oh, God. Well, you know, it makes sense that you're here. Yep. Now, the whole idea is you either they're either in there to work as a counterinsurgent mm. should there be hostility between the two nations or they're there to try and influence public thinking. So they're trying to get close to people like, uh, as I said, this professor. They were trying to get close to him to get information from yep. him. But at the same time, they were working. This one couple were working in a university and they were trying to gradually sort of like push people towards the idea that hey Russia's not so bad because this is 2010 this is mm. post-Soviet Union now so this is aspiring that came up with the one guy who they regarded as the paymaster so yes they were being paid by the Russians yeah this one guy managed to get out of the country got as far as Cyprus where he was arrested and then sent back to the US so they have children they they buy houses even though they're not supposed to and when they get busted that's it. They are charged with espionage and then suffer the consequences. Generally, what they actually one of them turned around and said, "Look, we want our children to be taken care of mm. by their Russian grandparents." And the kids were like, "Who the hell are you people? Oh you know, they're born and raised Americans. They didn't even know they were Russians, right? They didn't know their parents were Russians. So that's how well they're trained. But the interesting point is when you look at something like the Stasi." Mm. And the Stasi wrote the book on it because up until 1974, nobody recognised East Germany as a country. Yeah. There was no diplomatic relationships because you don't have a diplomatic relation with anybody. You can't have an embassy, no embassy, no legal residence. Remember we talked about that in the um, Skripov affair. They had to work out a way of getting illegals, what they called illegal residents or illegals, into – and what they wanted was West Germany. They wanted to get into West Germany until they realised, why don't we just send married couples over there? as political refugees. Oh, that makes sense. And it worked brilliantly because, you know, they come over going, oh, he's, he's terrible over there. They're being very <laughs> awful to us, right? Please let us stay. What and they, is that accent? It's kind of German. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of sliding around the accent. I was going to say, so, yeah. <laughs> Give me a break. It's the end of the year. It's been a long year. It's been a long it's year. It's been a crazy long I year. I know. So they would infiltrate them as political refugees. Yep. Um, now, one of the most famous couples – one of them actually wound up as the aide to the Chancellor of West Germany. Right, so that is how good. If you're yeah. really, really good at how you do it, that's how far you can progress in your, your job. Now, let's go through this. You'll you love this. I love this when it came out. When the Berlin Wall fell, the Russians turned around to the East Germans and went, destroy everything, shred mm. everything you've got. But one thing survived. It was a handbook for training illegals, and it's called Basic Questions of Guidance, Education, and Qualifications of Residents. That's a, that's a mouthful. Yeah, well, and remember, imagine if it was in German. 
which in German would probably be Hafenschmutt. And yeah, so, no, we're done. so much easier. Yeah, so much easier. <laughs> right. Gee, you English people take so long. So this was how they would recruit and train mm. a married couple. Now, first, they would spy on that married couple. Are they ideologically committed to communism, to the East German cause? And so, so sorry, they would they would get the married couple who were already married. Yeah, they'd find an already married couple. Okay. They wouldn't even they wouldn't put two. People no, 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 no. This is the genius oh. of what they did. Right. Okay. First, they checked to make sure that they were ideologically pure. Yeah. Yes, you know, East Germany is the way. Yeah. We're committed to global communism and the freedom of the workers and destruction of capitalism. Mm-hmm. But also, they checked them to make sure they had a very robust marriage. Yep. They were. Always looking for very solid ones. So they wanted the harmony and the stability of the marriage was critical. Yeah. Now, what would happen was they'd look at the premarital relationship, how they met. Mm. They'd look at the power dynamics, who's, you know, who's running the show, who's 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 the top, who's the bottom, yeah. who's wearing the pants, who's wearing the frock, who does the money, <laughs> who does who does the cookie, or in my case, my wife who's the boss, yeah. and then there's me who yeah. does everything else. Right. And they'd also look at points of tension. Which is very important. You need to know what the, the yeah. triggers for this couple are. And of course, their sex life. Are they both satisfied? Are their desires being voiced? And are they being fulfilled? Because when you want a spy that could potentially be okay with sleeping with someone else, because isn't that like a good way to get. Yeah, yeah, the honey trap, but no, they like they recruited specific, they were called robins and ravens. Oh, okay. Right. And the robins and the ravens, and generally ravens, they didn't use a lot of robins. Ravens were better because they used yep. to get find these poor single girls working in the embassy, like mm. in the American embassy, and this suave, sophisticated gentleman would. Yeah, and sweep her off her feet, and the next thing she's handing material over to them. With the girls, it was like, go in, get him compromised so we can yeah. get a photo of him, and yeah. then we turn around and go, yeah. we'll tell the wife. There was They recruited specific agents to do that, but with the married couples, you want a really stable relationship yeah. because the one thing you've got to realise is they're in isolation. But this is the one thing I always found interesting, right? So they're put into just say this small town in America or wherever they are mm-hmm. and they're working and they're part of the community and they're there for years. Yeah. That's a bit of a head fuck. Very much so. And that's why they, the Stasi really wanted to use married couples because they've got each other to cling to. I know, but still, you're at one point, do you not go, hang on a minute – yeah. This commu- this this Americanization is actually quite good. Well, there is an interesting case that came out was Australia. Uh, a cell of uh, Middle Eastern Islamist terrorists mm. came to Australia. This is a true story. <laughs> uh, came to Australia. Got on the beers. Wait, it gets better. It gets better. Their locale, they decided they would hide themselves in the northern beaches. <laughs> One of them took up surfing. Surfing, yep. yeah, yeah. Then the other three took up surfing with him. <laughs> And then basically turned around to ASIO and went, yeah, we're a terrorist cell. Uh, we're going to tell you absolutely everything we can. Because we're having the best and, time. And, and can we just go back and surf? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that is, again, that is the real sort of problem that's with, what, But with that's illegal. what I would think. Like if you're coming from like somewhere like East Germany mm. and then you're put into somewhere in America and you realise that, hang on a minute, like – this kind of freedom and this Americanization and like the money and everything. Yep. Like, do you not at some point go, 
This is actually good. What yeah. am I fighting for? I don't have to queue for, uh, queue for toilet paper. Yes, yes. Uh, They have my size shoe. Yes. Because uh, that was an interesting thing that came out. I always find it interesting, the thing of Khrushchev banging his shoe on the table of the UN to get yep. attention. Shoes are very important. You could never get the right size shoe. All shoes in Russia were always made really small because the factory managers were running were running on quotas. The mm. factories ran on quotas. So to create the right number of shoes, they weren't told how many of what size. They were just told you have to build this many shoes with this much material. So what they do is they make the smallest shoes they possibly could. To get could, the most shoes. To get the most shoes. And then any material that's left over, they'd sell on the black market. Right. And then the, the factory manager would go and suddenly have a dacha down on the Black Sea mm. for summer. But again, it comes down to that idea that they've got to be ideologically pure. Yep. Now, the first step to recruiting the couple is you recruit the power in the, the couple. So yep. the principal member, the one you want to do the work. So the woman. A joking, lot of the time, I'm joking. No, no, no. Joking. A lot of the time, it could be the woman because you're the you've got the skill set that we need to get you into that yep. department. So we're going to recruit you. So it, whether it's the wife or the husband, you recruit that person first. So it'd be quite complex because you not only are you recruiting a married couple that have to like tick all these boxes, but yep. also potentially they're going to have to have jobs and work in places where they can compromise. You know the target. Oh, they're not there yet. They're still in East Germany. No, but I mean, like you, when they're choosing people, yeah, they yeah. Have to make sure that they tick all of these boxes, but also that they hold jobs or careers that could also move forward the cause. Completely. That's yeah. absolutely like correct. Like that's hard. Like that's like that's like a needle in a haystack kind it's, of thing. It's not the sort of thing that you just throw together. No. It's not you go, oh, they're a really nice couple. Can you work with us? Yeah, no. Oh, it's like no. it's quite complex. Yeah. So when you look at something like the Toybees who actually turned around and went, oh, we're going to give you, you know, who can mm. we sell this to? Mm. They're a really unstable element. Right, yep. they're already unstable because yep. hang on, they're they're betraying their country. So ideologically, they're impure. Yeah. Right, they're already even if they believe in our ideology, they're ready to turn their backs on. Well, their that, own I country. mean, that, that's what they say all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. It, once so, a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. So you want these people to be? I wouldn't know. I've never cheated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, except <laughs> except at Scrabble. <laughs> And Monopoly. G yeah. is a word. It's a word. It's a Greek letter. It is. Um, it, it is, actually. Is. It, it is. is. Trust, no, trust no, me. No, no, It was meant to be like – no, it wasn't meant to be Omicron. It was meant to be G, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, wait, 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 but who knows why? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why? G, why? Anyway. Do, no one wants to name the next variant after China. No. So first we recruit yes. this guy. Right, or, or this, uh, we recruit the husband or the wife, and then we start training them in defensive trade craft. So, yep. recognizing a tail, um, also how to handle a source, mm. and how to operate in the West. We start teaching you how to yes, live in hard. the West because if you've grown up in East Germany, you have no idea. You no what idea. about their accents? Like how to mask their accents? That would oh, be really hard. Generally, they were only sending them to East Ger- uh, West Germany. Oh, right. This is not like the... No, this isn't them sending them to America. But don't forget, West Germany and East Germany, that wall in the middle... There's still accent differences, though, between East and West Germans. You're sent over there as a political refugee. Oh, so yeah, you're already identified okay. as an East German. I'm not even following you along, but now I'm getting there. Yeah, now you're getting it's there. It's quite complex. So they do all of this, and the last this, so th- this is the first phase of a three phase oh, program, okay. right? The end of that phase is they recruit the spouse. They then turn around okay. to the wife or the husband of the, mm. the principal and say, We're recruiting him to be a spy, and we want you to come along and help. Now, they will always make that person subordinate. Mm. Got to maintain that power structure that someone's in charge and someone's subordinate. So, yeah. and they will. They'll be looking at the couple, going, "Who is the one in charge of this mm. relationship?" Because that's our principal, and the the support, the natural subordinate becomes the natural the subordinate in the uh, yeah. the duo. 
The next thing they have to do, stage two, is resolution. I love this. Resolution of any contradictions between a, res- a residency requirements and the candidate's personality. So essentially, you've now got to turn around and go, okay, yeah, you're really ideological pure. You've really got a very, very solid relationship, but you tend to punch people who say socialism is stupid. That could be a problem for us, mm. you know, you know, let alone communism. So they've got to make sure that this that they can work in the the West. That so that's a really important part of it. The way they do this is they give the couple of false identities. Yep. And they move them to a different town. Okay. In East Germany. Okay. So and as at the same time they're creating the legend that goes behind them. Now the legend is your backstory. Yeah. And the legend has to be really, really good. Like really, you can't have any holes in it. So what they'll do is they'll give them false IDs, and when they when you think about false identification, for you to buy a false ID, you can probably pick one up for about seventy bucks on uh, online. Yeah, you can. You probably wind up with a West Australian driver's license or Northern Territory driver's license. You can get fake IDs online for about seventy bucks, and they're pretty good. Okay. But if you want to, pump- <laughs> I've never sourced that before, and it's funny that you know that. Ah, the sort of things you learn when you have teenage sons and go, oh, what's going on on my computer, son? Oh, no, another dad. Well, let me tell you, the false IDs, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely killed by the vaccine certificate. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, right. You've got to have a match. I know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's ruined underage drinking yeah. in this country, or actually solved it. Uh, so they give you false identities. Now the thing is, when I said you, know, you can get a false ID for seventy bucks online. Oh, please. And by the way, I'm not telling you to do that, uh, just in case anyone goes out there and gets arrested and says, <laughs> David Callan and I spy told me to do it. I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying it can be done. But for something like a passport, they're minted. Mm. They're, they're extremely complicated do- yeah. documents to create. Yep. So, But remember, you've got a government that has a mint. Right, so that government would be able to access any passport you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so particularly for the Russians, they would give their American illegals, they'd be giving them, you know, American passports or a British passport, whatever passport you need, you will get because they'll get a copy of it from, they'll, they'll steal one from the uh, whichever country you're going to, mm. and then they will literally recreate it. So that's it. You, you're, that's done. You've given a false identification. You're moved into a new town. You might start running agents in that town. Even though you're still in East Germany, you're running agents. But then what they do is while they're doing that, they pretty much erase you. Wow. So if you're a member of the Communist Party, you're erased. Yep. Right? That's erased. If you uh, have close friends, you're never going to see them again. Right? They basically completely erase your life. Why would you do this? For love of country? Yeah. That is the, – the oath they have to give mm. at the end is I understand that my life belongs to the country, to it's the nuts. nation. I support the party. The party is all and I will defend it with my life. Whack jobs. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Absolute whack totally jobs. Totally pilled. But also, hey, you get to live in West Germany. Yeah, and also you probably get more money than you used to. Yeah. And you can buy shoes that fit. Yeah, shoes that fit. And yeah. you don't have to keep the toilet paper. <laughs> Life it's a win-win. Not, it's, a win-win. it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So the final thing they do after your identities are wiped, oh, that's the other thing they do while they've got you yeah. in a different city. They check to see how you react to the isolation. A lot of people would be like, I can't speak to my mum anymore or my best friend or they're yeah. having a baby. Oh, this is really important. With this, we we need to know that you can survive Complete isolation. Mm. You can make friends, as many friends as you want. In fact, we encourage you to make friends in West Germany or wherever you're, you're stationed. But the bottom line is your old life is gone. Yeah, right. Done. Now, children. Yes, that's what I don't understand. No babies. You're not allowed to have any. The phrase is party before pregnancy. 
Okay. Why are you not not allowed to have any? Well, how did you change? How did your... Oh, yeah. As soon yeah. as you become a mum, you become much nicer. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, what? I don't, I don't well, remember well, that from yeah, my... Well, because all of a sudden you... you care for something greater than yourself you would not you wouldn't give a crap about yeah the, the party the bottom line is the the dynamic of the relationship mm, the dynamic of the marriage changes yeah, yeah. drastically yep. it's a lot more pressure it's a lot more tension and then there's that idea of oh my god i've had a child the, the Russian one's a great example. The Russians who went, we want them to be raised by their grandparents in Russia. And the kid's like going, who the hell are these people? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, my favourite married couple in fiction is Mr and Mrs Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, that is such a good movie. and I, Such a great movie. But the lovely thing with it, you know, they're not only two married spies, they've been lying to each other all this time. It's so good. But that lovely moment where she say, you know, says, but your father at the, at the, at the wedding, I'm mm-hmm. an orphan. I'm an only child. I'm an orphan. She, he goes... No, 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 your, your father at the wedding, yeah, yeah, he's an actor. Yep. I thought he was on the love boat. It's just, to yeah, me, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely brilliant. It was brilliant. so good. But once that's all done, you're taken to West Germany, given a temporary job to see if you work, and mm-hmm. then if it works, you're in. Okay. And that married couple will live there. now. The th- for how long? For as long as it takes, forever, essentially. So, but what if they want to have babies? What if they like? What if they change? What if they party before pregnancy? Party before pregnancy. It's so brutal. It is, but I mean, when you look at this, like giving up your life and your happiness for some fucked up ideology is so crazy to me. (laughs) It it is, but this is how in and that's why I thought. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a really nice way to end this year. Is to talk about how. You know, it's there's a lot of stupid stuff that goes on with spies. And look, a lot of spies retire and go into other careers. But when if you're really dedicated, there is this tiny little core mm. that is so dedicated to the cause, or as the Americans call it, commitment cause. Yeah. They are so dedicated to it. They will sacrifice everything yeah, right. to get close to the Chancellor of West Germany. And they di- it works. I mean, the flipper, the interesting thing is with the West Germans, with the Stasi in mm. West Germany, they were very, very good, very, very efficient, and they did a lot of damage. The flipper, as you look at the Americans, they got blown because there was one woman who was single who started to basically started playing like James Bond. Mm. She was driving sports cars and drinking martinis and doing all that sort of stuff, and like people started going, what? and she started using a Russian name. Yeah, so that, that's what that's what I was going to ask, which I kind of asked before. But like, how do the Russians like so cl- cleverly disguise their accents? Well, they're trained. Like, but that's really hardcore training because a Russian accent is quite thick. Yeah, but there was a really interesting point. Someone said these people are born with this talent. It's right? pretty it's a, it's, crazy. It's a hu- it's a uh, an immense skill mm. to be able to. To live a life, change your life entirely, yeah. including your language, You're like your a accent. Chameleon. And that's why it's not six months training and you're off. This is years of training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would find a couple, you might find a couple that's about 21, 22 years old. They're not going to be put in situation until the 27. If you, you're marrying two people together, because they're not married. Mm. The Russians one, the Russian ones weren't married. That's what, yeah. But yeah. with the Russians, it was like invariably you're going to have a kid because you, you're stuck living together, you're stuck sleeping together. Eventually, Something quite literally you, has got to give. I know, right? But like, what if you cannot stand that person after about five years? <laughs> well, again, that's why it takes five, six years to yeah, train yeah, yeah. you. Because if yep. you can't stand that person after five years, it's, then you're welcome no, to a real marriage. You're not. You're not <laughs> going to be sent. Yeah. 
you're going to wind up working a desk in Dzinski Square yeah. or wherever it is, and you're you you have failed that aspect of but intelligence. You need, but scouting. you need shoes that fit you, so you, need, you yeah, just make it work. Yeah, baby needs a new pair of shoes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's, uh, as I said, no spoiler alerts for Thank you, Thank Bond. you, because you were threatening them and I was like, stop. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay, good. I'm not going to do it because, you know, I want to – we will do a review. Okay, we'll do a review. How about we do that early next year? Actually, that's, first episode next year. Let's do Bond. Let's do Bond. So we'll, we'll give everyone who's listening a warning now. You yeah. have a few weeks. Got a couple of weeks because – A couple of weeks because yep. we're taking some time off. Oh, God, I need it. I know, well, I need to not be around you yeah, you for need, about you, three weeks. You need time. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you're going bush. I'm going bush. I'm going camping. I, I need some time away. Yeah. And apparently you're leaving your blanket fort, which I'm really confused about. I have to have it completely debunked. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's quite a few listening devices in there other than the ones. Yeah, there's a microphone. <laughs> Did you know there's a microphone in the middle of my blanket? Do you know anyone can hack into a microphone? <gasps> oh, my God. Everyone knows. Hang on. we we broadcast this. Yes, we do. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the year, I wanted to say a few thank yous. Okay. Well, first of all, first and foremost to you Aww. for tolerating me. I know. Uh, you know my hard. wife just like goes, I find you difficult. How does this, yeah, this yeah. poor woman <laughs> deal with this? Um, I want to thank our avid listeners. Yeah. Uh, our listeners have been great. Uh, Gladio Guy uh, on Instagram. And if you want to follow us on uh, – not Instagram, on Twitter. Twitter. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Ice Podcast. Gladio Guy, he keeps sending me things going, you've got to do Operation Gladio. Yeah, okay. I really so want to do, do that. It's got the CIA, Nazis, the mafia. It's an amazing story. But unfortunately, Gladio Guy, I haven't been able to do it because it's such a big subject. I haven't had time to read it. Right. That's what I'm doing. Over so that's Christmas. what you're doing. Okay. And I'll, I'll do some reading on that as well. So we'll kick uh, next season off with a Bond review. So yep. everyone, you've got you've been warned. You've got a couple of weeks. Yep. And then we'll get into Gladio. Yep. And now don't forget, Salty Sea Dog. Damn, man. Oh, you, I know. He's, you, he's you following kept, me on Twitter now. It's he great. He kept us on the straight and narrow. Yeah, he's already he sent. He's already sent me an article on the Soviet drone submarines. Wow! Yeah, next year is going to be jam packed. Like I'm already just. You're going, so excited! Episode, episode, I know. Episode, episode. Look at you. I'm really excited. I want to record. No, you need no. a break. But I want. But no, right? Um, <laughs> you know, I'm still here. Right? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's okay. That when the microphone goes off, that's when I start talking to myself in the blanket <laughs> fort. That's why I don't come out of the blanket fort. It's the talking to yourself that freaks people out. And finally, okay, I want to really thank yeah Zanon. Yeah. Our producer, Zanon. Yeah. Anthony, our executive producer. Yeah. Um, all the guys at Dimitina Media. Yes. They always they do they do such a good job at they, taking care of us. They do such a good job at taking care of us and then talking you off the ledge after recording. Yeah, which is yeah. A weekly thing. It's a yeah, it's it's a big ledge. You know, <laughs> you could be going to betterhelp.com slash I spied, but no, you don't need to because you've got your producers. But you no. all should try that by the way. Betterhelp.com. Slash I spied. Slash I spied. Yeah, slash I spied. Slash I spied. Slash it. <laughs> but I also want to say thank you to you because you know what? Without you, I would have had to have dealt with this pandemic on my own. Oh, my God. There you I've got to tell you, this has made the pandemic so damn easy for me. <laughs> Each week I get to find somebody that hasn't heard my bullshit stories it's been, it's and great. tell them. I know, and I listen sometimes. I'm not really listening. Sometimes you're talking and I'm staring at you blankly and I'm like, hang on, what did he just say? Do I have to? And then I go, uh-huh. Yeah, yep. that's what I notice. I know I know when you're totally disengaged and like you're looking at your phone and you go, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. It's like, it's like uh-huh. you know when you know when your parents call you and you put the phone down, you're like, uh-huh, yep, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes after the record you can see like just me going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. little blips on yeah, the line. Yeah. 
So thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, have a great break. Yeah, have a really good Christmas. The ASIO Santa file should be kicking oh, yes. off very I love shortly. the Santa file. Santa file's great. We, you know what? We should like bring that bite size and chuck it out. We, Again. Let's do that. Yes. Christmas Eve, we're going to throw out the Santa file. If you haven't heard the Santa file one, don't go back and look for it. We're going to bring it forward we'll bring for it you forward. so you can get it. Yep. Cool. Sounds good. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye.